I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Screen Kings podcast. I am the king of pop culture, T.H. Luttrell, and I'm joined by my faithful companion, Detective James Gordon. Detective. Hey, baby. It's good to see you. Um, We're going to be talking some movies, uh, games, other pop culture, uh, things we find interesting. Gordon, what are we starting off with today? Let's start with the flavor of the week, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Interesting... Interesting concept. Yes. Because... The kids are loving it. Right. The the adults are loving it. Yes. We're all loving it. But why is that, Gordon? Why is that? It's because, I'll tell you, when we were all kids and we watched the show faithfully every week, <clears throat> or did it come on every day or just once a week? I'm sure it came on every day. But, yeah. At some point. I mean, you see... All these kids run out in the woods. You just want to take three weeks off and go out there with your friends and just capture some creatures yeah. and then fight other people who have creatures as well, kids yeah. your age. Go you on know? a spiritual journey. Really who, find yourself. You know, who wants to go to school? You know, I'm sure for the Japanese. I mean, they, I mean, because, you know, they got to take like, what, four, I mean, they're in school yeah. for 20 hours a day. Yeah. And then when they graduate, they're at work for 170 hours a week. Yeah. Which I don't even know if that's mathematically possible. You don't need school. When you have pocket monsters, yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's a, it's a release, you know, it's it's reality uh, warping device here that they've made from Japan. It's great, you know. You can be a real Pokemon master now. You can go out in the world. You yep. Can... If you have a phone, you can be a Pokemon master. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. You this know, this is a great motivation to get rid of your old flip phones. We'll go ahead and weed all those people out. Because mm-hmm. you're missing it. You're missing life. Yeah, I mean... You're missing the next big thing. If you want to go on top of a mountain and capture an Articuno, you can do that now. That's at your fingertips. Absolutely. You want to go over to the Ohio River, snagging a Goldeen? Hey, on over there. Done. You can walk the path, the loop. <laughs> and then fight that Goldeen with maybe somebody else's yeah. Goldeen. Yeah, go meet somebody up there at the old Dairy Freeze. Yeah. Battle it out. Yeah, Granted, it, you're level five. Yeah, explain what I could not understand about these gyms, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like hot spots. Yeah. People go. Yeah, you can see them on the map. They're big towers on the map, in the in the app. Um, and you have to physically drive to them. Yeah, or walk there, or whatever. Like, yeah. they're just, they're in hot spots where people tend to congregate. Okay. Um, and you go there, and um, I haven't gotten to that point yet, because I'm not a level five yet. Um, but from what I understand, you go there and then uh, you try to stake your claim in that gym as far as, as your ownership of it. Insanity. So, and then you, in some way, upload your Pokemon to it. And then if somebody else visits that hot spot, that gym, then they can battle your Pokemon. It's desynchronized. You're not actually battling anybody at the same time. Um, and it's kind of a tug of war kind of thing, maybe, um, where everybody's trying to claim ownership over the gym and be the gym, you know head trainer or whatever Insanity, it is. Insanity, Yeah. 
Yeah. You go so, up there with your sand slash. Gym master. Nobody's touching you, man. Nah. You, you're the guy. Nah. I mean, so like I dress up in a Brock costume. Mm-hmm. And I have an onyx. Yep. I walk up there. And I can just I can just battle who I want. Is that is that the juice? Whoever's whoever staked their claim in that gym. We get a battle for honor. That's what that's how we do it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but But it's not like the battling that you're used to in the games. Um, it's not turn based. Okay. So you, they just run at each other and just start hitting. Kind of, yeah. Um <laughs> you just you know, whenever you're getting attacked by another Pokemon, you swipe left and right to dodge okay and uh then you just kind of hit whatever buttons you can use agility yeah um and then after you use so many moves it level or it uh there's a meter that fills up your special attack and then once that meter is filled up to a certain extent you can use that special attack okay uh to deal extra damage that's goofy so it's it's weird it's different i don't know why they went away from the whole turn-based combats seem to be working pretty well for the past 20 years yeah so i don't i don't know why well, they decided to maybe it was just easier to do you know as far as uh you know the technical stuff about it because it seems like a pretty insane concept where you can just walk anywhere and capture pokemon yep yep they just pop up on your map and you click on them and then you go into a little screen using you can turn on your camera and you see them you know yeah in in your world, you can say yeah. In, in your virtual world, in yeah. your own reality, which people yeah. can get trapped yeah. into yeah. sometimes. And in a way, we'll see how it turns out because I'm interested. Because um, <clears throat> it could be a good way for people to get out more, do some exercising. That's true. But it could also be a way for people to be get extremely hurt. distracted and <laughs> drive into a pole. Yeah, because they were trying to catch that ghastly. That ghastly that they just passed by at 60 miles an hour. Uh, We go up to Waverly Hills for Halloween. Could we get a ghastly there? That's interesting. A hunter? Yeah, they're all apparently um, tied to geographical locations depending on the Pokemon. So usually you'd find water Pokemon near bodies of water and rock Pokemon, you know, near maybe caves or mountainous structures. Just keep updating that. Yeah. So grass Pokemon, you find them in fields and shit like that. So they, they got a really good concept here, man. They it's could really a good start. Um, there's been a lot of bugs. Yes. Uh, the servers have been down for like a long, like probably longer than they've been up, as far as the app's been alive. I don't and, think they thought it would catch this much fire, did they? Uh, probably. Eh, I don't know. It's Pokemon. They could not prepare enough. Yeah, I guess so. I think they just want to get it out and just kind of deal with it as it came, you know. Yeah. So, which is fine. It's it's kind of technically in still beta phase in a way. So. Right. I mean, but what about in the future? Say you wear a a, uh, you know, a virtual reality headset. Say, uh, uh, you know, like the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. and you walk down the street with it, and it shows everything around you in this form. Like it's a camera on it, so you you, you can see, see the world. Yeah. But, but it also mixes it adds in, stuff, yeah. yeah, to it. That'd be yeah. interesting, yeah. Um, and then people just live out the whole life. I was gonna say, would the you, Japanese. Would you want to be that guy that's walking around with a giant fucking? No, <laughs> no. But VR? I know a lot of people, a lot of people that would. Let's be honest. Oh sure. And maybe not do it all the time, but maybe you know on the weekend, your buddies walk down the street looking for Pokemon. 
which again, I can't stress enough, was every kid's fantasy, especially our age. Yep. Again, you know, you see these 20-somethings walking in and buying every, you know, old Pokemon game they can get their hands on. You know, it's just a, for our generation, it's a, it's a phenomenon that continues to grow, at, you know, after 20 years. It only gets more and more intense. Yep. It's very, very interesting. Um um, but I mean, how how do the younger kids feel about it though, Gordon? What what do elementary kids still is is Pokemon still a thing to them, Gordon? Mm. Like what what are, what what are they into? What are their shows? No, like like, <laughs> like Adventure Time and Adventure Time, Game of Thrones. That's a pretty fucked up show. Yes. Uh. Then again, you look at all the shows we were watching back then; they were pretty fucked up. Cow and Chicken. Oh, come on. Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Forget about it, man. There's some some pretty fucking crazy cartoons. And you go back and watch them, and they're just way worse than even thought. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Rocco's Modern Life was one of my favorites. I love that one. Yeah. Yep. There's a whole episode centered around Mrs. Butthead trying to get with Rocco. And not being coy about it at all. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, interesting uh, days we're living in, Gordon, with this... VR stuff. Yeah. A lot of people say it's it might go the way of 3D. I I don't see that. I think it I think it's the next step. 3D as in it failed. As in like hologram. What do you know when they was trying to do 3D video games and movies and it just went away after a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just it didn't catch the kind of fire you thought it would. Yeah. But this is something that I think is going to be like the next step. It's in the baby phase, you know. Yep. Yep, it's still in in its infancy, um, but it's yeah, it'll it'll see we'll take it'll take time. Yeah, to see tw- how twenty it years from now they're going to be looking at the VR games and saying like we look at say Super Mario Brothers. I'm like mm-hmm. oh look how terrible that looks. Yeah, it's still fun to play, but oh my god, the stuff they have today would blow these people's minds. Right. You know, but yeah. uh, but know, uh, we 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 mentioned uh, some cartoons we were watching when we were younger. Yes. And that that uh, allows us to segue into something that uh, I think we're both a little bit excited about. Yes. Uh, new season of Samurai Jack. Yes, Gordon, you're right. Has been announced. Did you ever? Did you happen to see the screenshot they showed of it? Showed Was it the, just Jack? Yeah. And he's like, he's it's like 50 years in the future. He's got like a beard. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a real badass samurai. Yeah. Uh. But it's apparently like gonna be one of those like redemption tales. Like so much time has passed after yeah. the events of the f- first four seasons, and I mean, because I love the original show. I just recently watched, started watching. I'm on like season three. Mm-hmm. I've been watching them all on Hulu. They have it exclusively. Yeah. No commercials for that show. <laughs> so you just watch it, you know, just like you would on like Netflix or something. But it's great. Yep. I just um, bought the DVDs all four seasons. I mean, just this Genity Tartavosky, I think, is the guy running it. And it. It was a passion project of his. And, you know, he ain't been doing the greatest stuff lately. He's a brilliant guy. Yeah. You know, Hotel Transylvania aside. Mm-hmm. But this show was was great. You know, it was it had a lot of great themes to it and... Mm-hmm. combining futuristic, you know, stuff with old stuff. but And they also got around, like, the, the ultra-violence by making everything a robot. So he could cut off everything's head because blood wouldn't come out. It'd be oil. Yeah. 
even like stuff that looked very biological, yeah. it was still robot. And they had to do that. Yeah. And I, you, it, you buy it. Yeah. You know, it works. Well, and that's something that they mentioned about this new season is because Cartoon Network is no more, it's going to be an Adult Swim thing. Right. right. So they are basically, from what, I, from what I read in the article, he was saying that he wants to keep it true to the originals. Um, so that way, pretty much any age group can enjoy them. But he also ramp it has, up, man. yeah, he can ramp it up a little bit. He can. Jack is doing coke off yeah. somebody. You know. Yeah, off hookers, yeah. tits and stuff. Yeah, like like an alien hooker would like you know. Yeah, robot hooker, aliens, tits. Yes. Um, That's what we want to see. Yeah. So, it's it's gonna be interesting. Like it's gonna be. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, he finally takes down Aku because every chance he had, man. Every show it seemed like he had it, he's got him here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and they always found an interesting way to keep it going. Because that was really the only, that was the MacGuffin <laughs> of the whole show. I mean, if he does capture Aku, it's over, because that's the only thing he's really working for. Yep, that's his only motivation. But yeah, and you think, ah, this one they're going to screw up and it's going to be stupid. But no, they kept it fresh. Go back and watch it. I mean, mm-hmm. every every show, I mean, it's like, it's art, man. Yeah. It's just it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Beautifully animated. Um, it's voiced very well. Yeah. Um, you know, everything is done well, and or, and, it, and it has its own originality to it. Um, it. It combines a lot of dark themes with, you know, comedic themes. Yeah, and a couple comedic themes in there. Some other stuff. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it is very much its own thing. Um, if you were to just catch a glimpse of a scene... Out of the corner of your eye, and you saw the artwork, you would pretty much immediately know that hey, this is right. Jack. Exactly. So and so we'll we'll see. I don't know what the release date is, or the plans are. I just know that they announced. Yeah, that it, season it's five a thing. Is it's going to happen. Ha- happening. Hey, so. Adult Swim, Blood. We're excited for it. Yes. Um, also, Samurai Jack. I've been watching it, you know, and he has a very similar upbringing as my favorite fictional character, the Bat. Mm-hmm. Of course. And you know he he he's this well-off dude who's you know city instead of his parents getting killed it's his city and all his people get killed by this wizard. Doesn't his father get killed? Well, no, he like put he does. They never show he like put. It's even worse because Aku puts him into slavery and he's like his oh, okay. his whipping boy for remember, like yeah. fifty you know you know sixty years you know right. just torturing him in the worst ways and making him do manual labor all day just taking all his pride away. But, you know, Jack goes all around the world and learns all these amazing, uh, you know, forms of martial arts and skills from tribes and stuff. I want to see them two clash, Gordon. The Bat and Samurai Jack. <laughs> um, of course I, you do. I think, uh, I think the Bat's got him on overall intelligence, but as far as strategy, all the strategies he's learned from ancient, the ancient ways... And just some of the things he incorporates in the show, I think it'd be a good throwdown. You know, well, I never say that. I don't that. think Samurai Jack has time for that. No, he's got to get Aku. He's got to get back. He's back gotta, to the past. But let's say Samurai Jack. Batman can send him back. <laughs> but they just got to figure out who's tougher first. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he's he's got the technology. And then it turns out that their cousins have the same name. Yeah. And it ends that... Well, no gadget. And Jack's sword isn't special. It's regular. They go at it. Each with a sword. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see who comes out on top. Okay. I think Batman is a better fighter. Mm-hmm. But as far as sword play, I think I think Jack's got one over on him. He's, he's a better he's swordsman. More, he's more disciplined. Yes. But yeah, it'd just be an interesting battle. Yeah. yeah. Just as far as, you know, what they can do. But, uh, what else? I mean, was there anything else on Samurai Jack you want to talk about? No. No, that's that's pretty much it. We're excited. Yeah. When when did you see the the show last? Oh, it's been years. I, I just bought the DVDs to start Binging. watching them. Yeah. Um, so within the next few days, I'll be going through them. Yeah. Like I said, folks, look them up on Hulu. It's still an amazing show today and will always be. Agreed. Agreed. So let's move on. Let's talk about some video games. Okay. I got you. What do you want to discuss? Well, I've uh, been just um, just dis- gr- gratuitously playing the Resident Evil series. It started off small, so I'm just going to go back and maybe play four once. Mm-hmm. Just play it, you yeah. know, be done with it, you know, have some fun. You, you, can, know? you can play the new one, or Resident Evil 4 re-released. Right. Well, I am playing it, you know, updated on the 360, mm-hmm. but now you say the bring it It will be it updated again, yes. It's being updated again. And then they want me to buy it for a seventh time. And you will. Probably, because Resident <laughs> Evil, the fourth one is the best one by far. You'll probably get either, if if you own it on, on 360 or whatever, I bet I bet they'll either give it to you for free, or they'll do it like they did with other games, like Minecraft, for example. If you had it, the PS3 version, you want to update to the PS4 version, it was five bucks. Fingers crossed. Yep. Fingers so, crossed, good. I'd be willing to bet they would do that, especially since they're re-releasing it again. Right. Well, I just also bought Resident Evil 5. You know, I played 4. Mm-hmm. I played it like three times, beat it on Professional, which I wanted. To, I just wanted to die several times. I'm like, yep. I'm not... I'm, it's impossible. I deem this level impossible. Yep. And I just put my nose up in the air, and I turned right back around and started playing it again. Beat it, finally. <laughs> and then they give you like this gun, basically, where when you fire it, it kills everything on the screen, no matter where it's at, and that was fun. But uh, then I see the fifth one's coming out, re-released, with updated graphics and so on and so forth. Yep. I, you know, all these things that they bring out and they say, oh, uh, re-release with special graphics. I've never seen any kind of change. Like, it, I worry about, you know, because they said they was going to, uh, re-release Bioshock, all three of them. Yep, saw that. I, I mean, those games are beautiful. You play them today. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still pretty much hold up. And I know you're not a big fan of the second one, but I love the second one. Not equal to the other two, but it's not far under. Yeah, it's still a great game. It gets, it gets. Oh, they were all good, but the second one was <laughs> that one was good. No, it was, it was a really good game and fun and had a really heartbreaking story to it. That was interesting. You know, but, uh, and that, you know, I mean, have you played any of these updated, you know, graphics uh, we're re releasing so and so? I played, um, RE4 on PS3. And that was, that was the last one. It, that was the last time. I, and I played on PS2 and 3. It really didn't look much different to me. Not that uh, I could really notice. Yeah, I don't think it was like remastered. Was it remastered for PS3? I think it was just like fucking re-released. It could have been. You, you could be right. Cause I remember, I remember looking at it and I was like, these. I downloaded it off 360 looking, Marketplace. Yeah, same here, for for PSN. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, it didn't impress. I mean, it didn't really impress me. But I mean, 
it still doesn't look terrible yeah. considering the time that it came out. Like when it came out, it was a pretty damn good looking game. Yeah. And so. amazing. RE4, like I said, it's it's it kind of changed the whole it it kind of changed the gaming world to a certain extent as far as the whole over the shoulder third person shooting yes. went. Yes, and just the this where he's at, you know, these with the you know, in the Spanish uh, back town and mm-hmm. then the Spanish castle and then just everything's beautiful and the the villains are stupid but they're fun. Yeah. Resident and no, Evil, they're good Resident Evil. Yes, villains. and the, the story makes no sense at all. Nope. And there's a which million plot holes. Want, is, which is what you want in a yeah. Resident Evil game. Even with all this, though, for Terrible some story. reason, it makes my top ten. It even gets close to top five. Greatest video games of all time. Mm-hmm. Four. But you yeah. wouldn't be alone there. You would not be alone. Yeah. But then you get to five, and let me tell you, five, compared, I mean, it's like playing a, it, it's a kid's game compared to four any of the other ones it's just yeah they really dumbed it down and maybe that that that's how i ended the series was five because resident evil 5 is a fun game but it's just so easy is that where they started to to dive into multiplayer like co-oping there is multiplayer on it i never played it i that's not a multiplayer game for me they 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 did it to where also you could do like well you do a timed event and then you know you get put on a leaderboard you know, however fast you did it, so on and so forth. But yep, yep. I remember playing through it. It was it was all right. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah, five was fun, and you finally get the big showdown of this villain mm-hmm. that you've been chasing with this guy for four games now. You're like, we 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 caught him. <laughs> He's here. We, He's here. We, and it was a decent enough, uh, you know, conclusion to the you know the big story after all that you know madness. But like I said, real easy game. It looked good, and it was fun, too. I, I don't like it near as much as the fourth one, and I don't think it you know, cracks top 20 mm-hmm. of my favorite games, but it was still a lot of fun. And they just re-released it, like, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago. So, RE5? Mm-hmm. Re- oh, okay. Remastered it on Xbox Live. I'd recommend uh, picking it up, just trying it out. Like I said, if, you, if you're new to the Resident Evil franchise, yep. that's a good starter. It's like the training wheels are on. Yep. Start with this one because you don't have to play them in any order because the story is so garbage that it doesn't even... The the story's not bad. It's just that it's... It's Overly convoluted. Yeah, where they put a lot of details into it, but then it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like It doesn't matter. Like, they got backstory for this game going all the way back to, like, the 40s. Right. And they they play it all in. There's a continuity, man. It's always something they listed, like, the end of the games, don't they? Like, a timeline of events that have happened. Yeah, and you can go back on 5. There is... break and shit. Yeah, you can go back on 5, and they'll they'll, uh, display the whole timeline for all the games, everything that's happened so far. But, uh... Yeah. I also uh, played the recently remastered, which does look a lot better, of the 1996 released Resident Evil original. Which is insanity. Mm-hmm. Really, when you play it, it looks like they they took the Chris from RE5. You play as Chris in the first Resident Evil with right. the remake. They just it looks like they just took him from RE5, the actual uh, you know uh, design, yeah, yeah, and just put it in put there. In so there. <laughs> and it doesn't, and everything around him, the graphics that don't match. Like it, yeah, at you, some point, out of place. yeah, it looks better in a lot of places because they remastered the whole thing in 2000. Two, I think. Right. The original Resident Evil. So that's what they're working with 
Now they remastered the remaster version. And now yes, <laughs> so th- they remastered in two thousand two, and now they remastered again just recently. Yeah. I think it was like last year, the yeah, year before. And yeah. I bought it, yeah. but I haven't played. I played. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, the original ones are all survival horror, true survival yeah. horror games. Yeah. So they're not easy. When they got to the fourth one, they started making them action games versus mm. survival horror. Yeah. There's a lot of mixed reviews when it comes to that, mixed opinions when it comes to that, because yeah. a lot of people love, or most people loved RE4, even though it kind of went a little bit against the grain of the old ones, which is fine. Right. But then they they stepped it they up. got out of hand a little bit when it got to 5 and 6. Yes, and they really dumbed it down. Yeah, 6 is, anymore. I tried to recently replay 6 again, it's so boring. Yeah. I mean, they made like four different in-depth storylines, and you start playing them, and you're like, wow, this is taking a long time, and this is a lot of boring, uh, stupid dialogue with a lot of not as fun. I don't want to talk about that one right now. But RE7, though, right? We will get to RE7. Looks like a return to form. I hope. I hope. I'm not certain. But this original one that I just played that I've never played before, it was... It was something else, I gotta tell you. I mean, the easiest puzzle in this game was harder than all the puzzles in the fifth game combined. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean they don't they don't hold your hand, they don't tell you where things are. Yep. The big thing is the inventory. You can hold six items at a time. Yep. And you need to hold about twenty. Yep. And you gotta keep running back and forth through this mansion that will I mean, you don't know where you're at. I mean it's insanity. Yeah, just to try the, to. The fixed camera angles suck. The fixed camera I, angles are rough. That's what man. turned me off to the whole series. This is ninety six though, man. I don't like that. This is ninety six. Yeah, I get it. I just that wasn't my thing, because you know, games weren't restricted to fixed camera angles then. Yeah, but it it, it is it is fun going back and playing it because it does look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think this game is ninety six? You like there's no way, there's no way. I know they remastered it, but still. Twice, but still. I was going to say, I think if you look at the, the original, it's pretty rough looking. Yeah. Rough. I, I'm scared to do it. No. I'm not, I, I, won't, I won't do it. But, uh, or maybe it'd be good good to see where it came from. Because I've seen, you know, gameplay of the original. I'm pretty sure I've played it at one point. But, but yeah, it, it was much, it was a horror game, man. The, the themes that... Survival horror. I mean, you run into this creature, and it's just like a chained creature, and it's moaning, and it's... It's horrifically deformed mm-hmm. with just all these growths coming out of it and mm-hmm. real lanky long limbs, knocks you out, takes you hostage. Yeah. I won't spoil what happens, but like you find out like in the sixties when this mansion was being built, this man came with his family, like the designer of the mansion. But the guy who had it contracted to build for him didn't want, you know, his secrets of his mansion getting out. So he's going to kill this guy. Right. And this guy catches on. But, you know, he had to bring his wife and daughter there for like, uh, you know, uh, to you, you know, like a business. You know, that's where they had to stay. Everybody lived in the mansion that it worked on it. The Shining. Kind of. <laughs> but way worse, man. Way worse. <laughs> no, but that guy, he got like, he knew they were onto him. So he like hid in a room, but he became trapped and he starved to death. That's how he died. And then... You know, it's all about biological terrorism. So they decided they were going to use his wife and daughter to experiment on and inject this kind of, you know, uh, 
like this new virus yeah. that you know, and the mother doesn't take to it, so they shoot her in the head. She's dead. Of course. This is Resident Evil. Okay, yeah. this is a deep theme for Resident Evil. Yeah. And they don't show you any of this. They like leave notes around and like diaries. Yeah. And you like go down to where that guy starved to death, and you're Piece reading. It together, yeah. yeah. You know, they don't tell you. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't even know this playing. They're just like, oh, that's a freakish monster. Yeah. If you're if you're able to be patient enough to sit through and read. Those yeah. things. Yes, that's what it's about. Very good little stories going on. You yeah. just have to take right. the time out to read them. It's not Resident Evil Four. It's not an action. You know, it's it's piece it's like, it together detective it's like a, work. It's like Gone Home. Yeah. If anybody's ever played that game. Yes. It's it's a beautiful story, an amazing story, but you just have to take the time to really dig through everything and piece all the story together and start finding some interesting things going on it's it's very good but yeah 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 but yeah you uh you find out that the this this horribly disfigured chain monster is they you know when they injected a little girl with the serum it worked on her and then they used like she almost became like like you couldn't kill her like the how the virus mutated her she was almost indestructible if you run into her in the game you can shoot her 15 times, she won't die. you got to move around her. Mm-hmm. That's, but, that's the interesting thing about those games, too, is when you encounter enemies, it's not always in your best interest to try to fight them. Yes, yes. Go around, move. a lot of times they are way too powerful. Yes. Or they take way too many bullets that you don't have. Yes, you got you got to be conservative, yeah. especially, you, have, like, you know. five bullets. Yes. That's can't, it. Like, can't use them all. That won't take down one enemy. And you can put you can put her down with like a magnum shot, but you mm-hmm. know that'll only keep her down for so long. And then you got you got to hurry up and get out of there. But yep. you know, and then you find out like uh, later on, you find like her little uh, her little cabin. Apparently, she escaped, you know, in one thing and like moved out into the woods and like just became like a recluse and you know just Survived. just like uh, found a cabin and you find the cabin. There's dolls everywhere and it's just very gruesome and visceral. But yeah, it's an interesting game to go back and play. Yeah. It's tough, and you'll need walkthroughs. I need several, let me tell you, to figure out what to do next. But that's okay, because it doesn't take away from, Yeah, you know, I have some games you, you know. You have to. Yeah. But you're not going to progress, and then it's just going to get old, especially games from 96. Well, Come it's, on. It's one of those, yeah, it's one of those things where you're just you're trying to get through it just to play it. Yeah. And you don't want to take, sometimes you, yeah, you just don't want to take the time out. That's what it is. Cause spend like 10 hours figuring this puzzle out. Right. And also the thing is it takes six seconds to walk through every door. And you walk through a door every like six seconds. So right. you, it's half the game is, a loading screen. is loading screen, opening a door, <laughs> and the door goes, and it cuts to black, and then you're back. And it's just all like, oh, my God. <laughs> if I see one more door animation, I'm going to kill somebody. But yeah, just that series as a whole. The sixth one is still fun, but it's so schlocky. It's like getting to like you know Sharknado territory. One of the uh, 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 storylines was fun, where you play as a new character named Jake, him and this girl, and there's this freakish monster. It's like imagine if you combined Hannibal Lecter with the Incredible Hulk. You got this character, and he can't like every time you you think he's dead. He comes back for one more scare. And just that, that's interesting. But the one with, you know, the characters, you know, like Leon and Chris, I just don't hold up, man. Really? Yeah, it's just too boring. Like, you'd start to play him, and you're like, yeah, there's a lot of explosions, and... Leon! It's, yeah. <laughs> Leon! The only thing bad about the fourth one, man. But, you know, 
don't want to take away from. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, uh, I guess when we mentioned RE7, uh, right? I think we mentioned it in our last podcast. Uh, but they put up the demo on on uh, PSN and uh, uh, the Xbox Marketplace, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played it. I hear it's very short. But uh, it has different endings, and it's very interesting. Okay. Uh, some people were saying they were kind of drawing similarities to uh, PT. Okay. Well, that's that's good, right? So, but it seems like, yeah, um, it seems like it's supposed to be a return to form for the survival horror aspect of the series. Yes. So they're going back to think, this one yeah, that I'm just talking about. Yeah, I think they're getting away from the whole action... Schlock. Yeah, and they're going to jump into more of a of, of a horror, survival horror thing yeah. um, with puzzle elements and things like that. So yes. I think that'll excite a lot of people. And the old it'll be guard. A different, yeah, it'll be a change of pace, uh, a renewed change of pace. Yes. Um, Much needed, because they didn't do great with Six. No. It was not what they thought. They thought it was going to be... You know, revolution, and it turned out just to be, you know, schlock. Yep, yep. But, yeah. but uh, for me particularly, I've been playing a few games here and there, and one that I finished recently is Uncharted 4. Oh, you fiend. <laughs> and, man, I don't even, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Because I wanted, I wanted to like it so bad, and trust me, this is one of the most... Okay. Beautiful games I've seen. Okay. It is gorgeous. What are you saying? Go ahead. Everything looks beautiful. What do you get at? The animations <laughs> are awesome. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> but the story, it's the same fucking shit, man. It's the same shit as 1, 2, and 3. They go to the temple... It goes down. It's, it starts with one person being like, oh, we got to go find this treasure. And then the other person's like, no, man, we need to stop while we're ahead. Indiana? And then, and then yeah. <laughs> and then, then he's like, no, we got to keep going. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And then they get to a certain point, And then that one person that was pushing that they go for, it's like, no, nah, man, what, what, it's too much of a cost. You know, we're not going to be able to make it. And then that other person problem? that was against it before is like, no, we've come this far. We got to keep going. And it's just. Was there a double cross? Yes. Yes, there was. Yes, <laughs> I bet there, there was. was. Yep. I bet there was. Yes, there was. There was several double crosses. Really? Well, I'm not surprised. Um, on both sides of the fence. I see. Um, and disappointing. Disappointing game. Really? That sucks, it was. It that was, sucks. Look, it was good. It was good. It was a good Uncharted game, but it was missing a few key elements I mean, it was, this of was, an Uncharted game. This was it, though, right? Yes. This was the last one. So huh. they say. Because it was my understanding, when they first before they released this game, that this was going to be the last one, because of reasons. Right. Okay. There was certain reasons they were like it would be really hard for us to do another game. So that led me to think like, oh shit, Nathan Drake, he's dead. Like he's gonna die, or he's gonna lose his arms, or something. Like he's gonna lose limbs, or something's gonna happen to where he's not able to do it. No. That is not it at all. Well, he good. just gets a Get little bit there. old. That's it. That's how I felt he about Gears of War. Old, and he has a kid. Yeah. That's it. At, at That's... Gears of War 3, they was like, this is it. This is It's over. And I thought everybody's going to die at the end. And they're going to they're gonna survive, you know, for the betterment of the... But no. So you're telling me that's a lot like this. Yes. And 
the biggest crucial element to every Uncharted series is what? Uh, outside of the whole climbing and <laughs> exploring thing, what's what's one what's one staple of the series? Um Temples? Mountains. No. Himalayas. No. Yetis? There yeah, that's it. Y- yetis? Creatures. <laughs> right. Paranormal creatures. Things, supernatural elements. There's they played this a one straight. Supernatural element. This game has none of that. Mm. Not even mm. a hint of it. It abs. When I, you can ask. No mysticism. You can ask my cousin and her fiance, Kevin. As soon as I finished that game, they were in their bedroom lying down. I was just yelling booze at the screen Boo. whenever the fucking <laughs> credits came on because I kept telling them I was like, man, I I can't wait to see what the fucking with the supernatural like yeah. entities are gonna be like. I think we we're gonna fight like some skeleton pirates or something cool. Like, no, you don't get to fight shit. You get to have a, a pretty cool sword fight at the end with uh, the main antagonist, but that's it. Like, it's so disappointing, and the story, like I said, is so mundane. So we're talking it's, like it's maybe like a little bit better than it's Kingdom three. of the script, uh, Crystal Skulls to Indiana Jones. Not quite that bad because okay. it's still a good game it still holds up the gunplay elements are fantastic the stealth elements that they added in are really good okay um the level design is fantastic lots of verticality to it uh lots of different elements that allow you to in the old games if you were doing a stealth segment and then you got um found if you got um discovered um it just went into a gunplay gun battle and then you would finish that scene with right the Yes. This one, you can go into stealth, and then if you get you get discovered, you can go into a gun battle, and then you can re-enter stealth again, and then go back to stealth. They copied Batman. You can go back and forth. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was it's a good addition to it, and um, it just it just did it disappointed me, man. That it sucks, really man. really disappointed me. Um, still, good game. It was a good game. What do you give it out of ten? Out of ten, I'd give it a seven. Okay, fair. It's fair. I give it a hard seven. It's, it's solid, you know. Still a good game, but you know, Uncharted Two is up there at like nine and a half, close to a ten. I think you felt kind of like how I felt when I first played Arkham Knight. Yeah, looked great, story was okay, but man, I think they really botched that ending. It just, it was missing something, man. It's missing something. It's, it's, it's missing heart. Not, something's not there. Yeah, they didn't have the heart they did when they yeah. didn't have the budget they do now, man. Yep. yep. Maybe they were just too focused on, you know, The Last of Us 2 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe re- they, they threw in, you know, they force-fed you some Crash Bandicoot bullshit in this game as well. Yeah. Oh, you no. Get to play, you get to play Crash Bandicoot on their PS1. Shut up. At one point, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Sold me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I need to know. But uh, Uncharted 4, <laughs> 7 out of 10. It happens, folks. It happens, you know. You, it's a good game, but it wasn't the it, ending. Is it our that fault the, that the series deserved? Yeah, but I it, don't think is that on us though, Gordon. Me not liking Batman: Arkham Knight as much as any of the other games. You uh, not is that man, it's is that just expectation? I saw all the reviews come out for Uncharted Four before I bought it. Solid. And they were amazing. Like, uh, it's Batman's the same way. I think Gamespot gave it a ten out of ten ridiculous and i was like oh shit this is gonna be a fucking hell of a game and then it just kind of was 
It was pretty good. They added in the whole grappling hook thing, which was kind of cool, but it was also very silly considering he just, like, threw a grappling hook and it would just hook onto anything at any time, like, without... Oh, yeah, I see where you're getting at. It was just silly, like, it... I don't know. Yeah. It was all right. It was okay. I mean... Still, beautiful game. Absolutely gorgeous-looking game. Naughty Dog did not disappoint on that front. Did they focus too much on it? Would you have rather seen a crappier-looking game with a perfect story versus... Arkham Knight. I think they tried their best to make the set pieces larger and more more grand on a grander scale. Uh, like the, the levels and all that stuff. Because there's a couple levels, like when you go into Africa, you're driving around in a Jeep and it's semi-open world. Like, not really open world, but it's pretty big levels. Yeah. So it feels like you're in the fucking savannah. They got the money. So. But, uh, give it a shot. I wouldn't pay $60 for it. Go rent it from Redbox or something like that. Play through it in a night or two and then take it back. It's a dec- It's about the same length as all the other games. I feel you. So you, you'll at least get your money's worth as far as the the story goes. I mean, as far as the campaign goes. And I played the multiplayer some, and it was just fine. Like, it worked really well. The multiplayer is good. So okay. there's at least something there. Redeemable. Can, yeah, something redeemable. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have for Uncharted Four. I, it, it pains me to even really talk about it. Yeah. Well, like I said, it happens. Arkham Knight, man. Yeah. I mean, you. I took off a week of work, so I'm gonna dedicate it to this game. Boy, did I. Found every riddle. But I still just didn't get that. I don't know. It was missing something, like you said. It happens. Yeah. But uh, what what else we got? Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to something less depressing. <laughs> How about, uh, we talked about it before, and DVD came out probably like a week or two ago, uh, Midnight Special. Right. I do want to see this movie, Gordon. It's a movie that I went and saw, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I can see it it could possibly be a hit or miss for some people, um, because it's a little bit different, and it's a little bit ambiguous in um, what's going on. It doesn't, it kind of just asks you to just... Go along with it. It's not asking you to understand everything. It's not asking you to uh, to really grasp a lot of the concepts that are happening there. Can you compare it to something? Um, have you ever seen a film? Um, man, I'm gonna have to look it up. It's another uh, Michael Shannon film. Um, uh, um, I think I know what you're going for. Superman Returns. No, wait. Man of Steel, <laughs> my bad. No. <laughs> That's no. not the one? No. Um, I would compare it to... Kangaroo take, Jack. Take Shelter. That's right. That's right. That's what I was going to say next. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, take Shelter or Mud. Both are directed by the same guy. Um, I can't remember his name. Fuck. Because he's actually one of my like new favorite directors. Not Nosferatu. No. Jeff Nichols. Um... But it's a very like grounded story. Like it's it's it, it has to do with like an, a boy that's kind of an alien. He's he's something's different about him. Um, okay. He has special powers that allow people to see certain things, um, and his people that he thinks he belongs to live in like a parallel universe. Clark Kent. That are yes, yes exactly. Gotcha. 
So Superman retires. Yes, <laughs> yes, this. Yes. So like I said, this yes. Uh, actually, he reads Superman comics in this movie a lot. I mean, so they draw a lot. They do draw a lot of comparisons to Superman in this movie. Believe it or not, even though you said that. Uh, <laughs> but Jeff Nichols is one of my new favorite directors. He makes amazing movies. Take Shelter, Mud. Yeah, I've only heard good things about those. I've never seen them before, though. Um, he has a couple others that I can't think of off the top of my head. I think they're all like Michael Shannon movies. Shotgun Stories, I think, is one of them. Um, yeah. Loving is another. Come Early Morning. Hellion. But you recommend this movie. Should they buy it at Walmart for $15 premium or, or the $24 premium if you go on Blu-ray, or go rent it? I say go rent it first. Okay, just to see how you I like absolutely it. love this movie. It's it gets a very high rating for me, but it's not for everyone. It is probably not for everybody. Okay, I understand. So, but if you just go along for the ride, it has some it has some good names in there, some big names, some actors that you'll all probably enjoy. Mm-hmm. Michael Shannon, Kirsten Dunst, not my favorite, but she plays a good role in this one. Uh, Joel Edgerton. I like him. Adam Driver. Okay. Sam Shepard. Okay, I don't know him. Wait, what's, what's he in? Sam Shepard? Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's an older <laughs> guy. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of one. Sam Neill. That you would maybe, you maybe have seen. Um, Killing Them Softly, Safe House. Let's skip it, Gordon. Brothers. You're not getting me, man. I don't like this Sam Shepard guy, and I never will. <laughs> The Notebook. You're not you're not selling me. Go How about Black Hawk Down? Nope. Swordfish. No. What? I protested Steel that. Still Magnolias. All right, I, you got me one. He plays Spud Jones. I remember him. I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. I don't like him. I'm done. I'm not seeing this you, movie. Did you happen to see uh, the show Bloodline on Netflix? No. Okay, I was gonna say he he's in that one. Um. <laughs> But midnight, midnight special, guys, check it out. You'd recommend it. Rent it first, then buy it. If 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 that's your thing. If it's your thing. Um. Uh, Gordon Osferatu. Now that a famous director uh, brought up, they're they're remaking it. You know. The movie. Yeah. Really. The nineteen twenty. Scary long figure. Uh, vampire. Like um. Is it gonna be a an exact like re re release like apparently not like they're redoing the actual movie or is it just gonna be like a different story? I remember the director saying something Share the like, name. "Well, if I were making it in black and white and you know do the same thing, why not just watch the original and mm. putting a spin on it?" Mm. You know, he got he got really tight about it when somebody asked him that man. I mean, he was like, "What are you stupid? No." That's a fair point. I mean, yeah. If, yeah, if you're just going to do the same thing, then just watch the original. Right. But it's 1920, you know. Right. They that, made the thing. That detours a lot of people, but fuck. I mean, there's plenty of good movies from back in the day. What if they remake Citizen Kane? Like a Is that, scene, that's, that's scene to scene replica? Scene like, to scene. That would be stupid. I don't. I don't agree. You don't approve. I, I agree with what that guy's saying. But it brings it to a different audience. Does it though? That can appreciate it. Does it? Yeah. How? 
I mean, a younger audience is like, oh, we don't know nothing about the crappy black and white. Who wants to, black and white puts me to You're sleep. You're saying color is the, the key here. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying kids today. Ki- those kids, those today, kids today. Dang it. They, with their Pokemans yeah, and their Game of Thrones. Getting hit in the car because he was, or getting hit by a car because he was trying to catch Pikachu. Yeah. And then like, oh, this Citizen Kane comes out. It looks pretty good. Let's go see it. <laughs> And they're like, wait a minute, this movie's amazing. I, I don't think, I think if they showed those commercials today in color, like if they showed the exact commercial today, they touched it up, made it look like it was in color, but gave it like a little bit of a retro vibe to it, uh, I think people, uh, a lot of younger people would not be into it. I think it would definitely still attract people, you know, older, you know, 24 and above maybe, but uh, as far as the age group goes, but. I mean, I thought we kind of had, I, I, I mean, what is it, uh, There Will Be Blood, mm-hmm. I mean, is, is very similar. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like... Most maybe, people, a lot of people will be bored out of their fucking mind watching that movie. And it, it kind of is a boring movie, but if you stick in there long enough... I loved it. It is an amazing movie, and it's a hell of a story. The last 15 minutes, blow your mind. Yeah. Blow your mind. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Yeah. And they, you know, and uh, do you think that we could get old, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, the big man, to play to, Kane? Yeah, Susan Kane. You think he'd do it? Yeah, he'd do it. You think so? Yeah, he'd do it. He might. Yeah, he would. It's possible. No, I bet it's his favorite movie. You're probably right. He, I, I mean, he draws from every performance, right? <laughs> Even my left foot. You can see some stuff in there when he's twitching yeah. on the ground. Yeah. It all, it all connects. Rosebud. Yes. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. No, but yeah, that, but yeah, black and white movies, Nosferatu. Yep, it's being remade, Gordon. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot, right? Maybe, maybe we need a good, refreshing vampire story. They should have got Nosferatu they to, find to a direct very it. Creepy guy. They should have got no. They should have got Nosferatu to direct Nosferatu. Yes. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? That would be pretty awesome, yeah. I don't think he does Who's the director? remakes. I can't remember. You you gotta Google it. Because it, it's a pretty high-profile guy from when I... Like, it could be some no-name, but I thought it was a pretty high-profile guy. Um, Let's see. What's up? Let's see. But yeah. Who, yep, it's Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd jump at it. <laughs> Yep, that's his. Oh my God, is this, is this no, the guy? Shut up. Is this no? Is it? Is it really? What's the date on this article? Twenty sixteen. What? Who? This is the guy that's that's starring as Nosferatu, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. What's he been in? I don't know, but he looks like Nosferatu. Let's see it. He's fucking creepy, just without the the makeup. Doesn't he look like a Nosferatu? Oh, he's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they found the perfect guy. Google Doug Jones whenever you get a chance. He's probably British. He, he walked into the audition. All right. Hey, what's going on? I'll get started <laughs> in. Stop. Don't say anything else. You're hired. You're in. Now, the director is David Lee Fisher. Hmm. Which I don't really... I'm not familiar. He did The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Mm, that's not good, is it, Gordon? No. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, well, he's got that one under his like belt. It's like a real shitty horror <laughs> But he got that out of the way. This is his big one, right? This guy is also um, like 100 years old. 
Okay. Corey, He's got experience. He Corey, he saw it in the theaters. Corey, <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes. He was born just four years after the original. <laughs> oh my god! Was released. Dude, Jesus that's Christ! Right, Nineteen twenty-four. Then right. He's in his late eighties. No, early nineties. Yeah, he's old. He's old. Uh, but yeah, Nosferatu, Doug Jones. Let's see what else old Dougie Doug is in. What is creepy? He's going to be creepy, <sighs> touching his fingers on everybody. Long, nasty. been in anything. 1921. It though. doesn't even give a profile picture. Crimson Peak. Oh, no, that movie. The, the newest one? Yeah. No, he, wait. He plays Lady Sharp. So he did, that. that's like a ghostly figure. So he must have just done like the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, you know, the uh, artificial, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say here? Gordon, the, uh, what old uh, Andy. Circus? That Yeah, what he does. Motion capture? That's it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, Gordon. Let uh, me hang in there. I, if I'm not mistaken, he, yeah, he does a lot of that because it says that he is, uh, like he played the, the weird creature in, um, what's, what's the name of that movie? The weird movie that, that what's his face also did. You're um, not giving me a lot here. Del, Del Toro. Okay. Uh, or, yeah. What's Pacific what's, Rim. No. Hellboy. No, the the weird one. Crimson Peak. No. Jesus Christ, I can't... Pan's uh, Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Jesus, I can't... Got it. Why I couldn't think of that. Pan's Labyrinth. He did some He did some work in Pan's Labyrinth, too. Doug Jones. No he, way. He played a bunch of those creatures. He is... I know who he is. He played Billy in Hocus Pocus, the zombie, didn't he? Let's see. Hold on. Because you could be right. It sounds kind of right. Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> she looked good in that movie as the witch. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she's all right now. Uh, My first Halloween boner. played Billy? Who? He was the zombie man. I'm telling you, it's Doug Jones' character. Billy. Doesn't even list Billy in here. Just look up the IMDb, Gordon. What is I your problem? I want it. Jesus. IMDb for Hocus Pocus. Scroll down. All right, hold on. Hold on. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, folks. This Doug Jones character, he's not showing all his cards. I yeah. like him. Yeah. He played the Fish Man in Hellboy, right? The Fish Man, Abe. I believe so. Let's see. What did he play? Del Toro loves him. Play? That's what it is. Uh, yeah, he played Abe. Um, he was Vicky in the Midnight Man. Yeah, Lady Sharp in Crimson Peak. He's in Falling Skies and The Strain. Mm-hmm. He's also in The Flash. And he's in Arrow. Really? Um, he's working. He was in Teen Wolf, the TV series. He's also in Comedy Bang Bang and Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy? Who's the same played? Uh, let's see. Officer Crane. 
don't remember him, man. Uh, he's probably, he's probably just background officer five. Yeah, let's see. How old was that movie, Hocus Pocus? 1993, yep. six. Yep, Billy Butcherson. Come on. Yep. Well I'm done. good, man. Well done. I'll give you credit there. Well done, sir. Yeah, yeah. he's played a shit ton of stuff. Old Del, that's old Del Toro's whipping boy nowadays. Mm-hmm. As long as Del Toro's making a movie, he'll have a job. And I agree with that. Played in Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Shut up, he was in that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah. did like that movie when I was a little kid. Yeah. I like both the Jack Frost yeah. movies. So, uh, Doug Jones. Yeah. What's up, brother? He's perfect, man. I'm telling you. He's Billy Butcherson. We'll, uh, we'll give him a shot. With his long, creepy fingers getting on things. He's he's a creepy looking dude. I'll give him that. That's his staple. Guys, go, go look up Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we he should could get him. Haunt your nightmares. We should get him on his pod, Gordon. I Should think we? we I think we could do it. I'll give him a call. Give him a call. I have his number. Give him a call, you know. Just leave voicemail. It's hey. Been a while. Uh this is Gordon hey, from Dougie. <laughs> What's up, bud? Doug. Look, we're gonna do some promotion for your new uh what is we'd, it? No we'd love to get you in the studio. We can talk all about the movie, talk about uh your long fingers. Yes. Your creepy fingers. Touching all over everything. Yes. Your red hair. Um, all that good and stuff. And favoritism in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, Nosferatu. Yes. Does it have a release date or uh, when they're going to start filming? Not that I know of. No. Just the usuals. Um. But yeah, uh, Del Toro, yeah, that's his boy, man. Yeah, it seems like it. Del Toro is just really into creepy people. Yeah. They're, they're friends. They're, every director's got a couple. I mean, look at Scorsese, all his boys. Leo. De Niro, uh, yeah, De Niro, Pacino, yeah, uh, Pesci. Then yeah, you have uh, excuse me, uh, what's his name? Um, the Sp- one, the one that I just mentioned, Jeff Nichols, Michael Shannon, his boy. Right, Michael Shannon, that's his running boy. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg's got freaking Tom Hanks and Harrison Ford. Yeah, yep. You know, yep. Just you know, they they get relationships. They know them. Del they, Toro. They've had Del lunch. Jones. Yeah, we know now. That's his. That's his boy. Knowing's half the battle. Yes. All right, well, um, what else we have to talk about? Yeah, what, what, what else is on the list before um, people tune out completely? I have one more movie that I want to talk about for just a minute. All um, right, hang in there, folks. There's only one more. Just one more. <laughs> we'll make it. And then we have a special announcement at the end. Yes, a very uh, special announcement. Stay so, tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, it's um, a juicy one. I recently was able to watch another Coen Brothers movie. That I've been trying to get to for a while. Okay. Inside Lewin Davis. Okay. I haven't heard of this one, which is unbelievable because I've Googled them like 20 times and went through the IMDb. This one may have slipped through the cracks for some people because it didn't get, I don't think it got as it's big been overlooked. of a, yeah, I don't think it got as big of a, uh, as much press as maybe it probably deserves. Um, How old is it in the pantheon of Coen Brothers? It is... Let's see. It came out in uh, end of 2013. Oh, so it's it's brand new, basically. Fairly, fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, Inside Lewin Davis stars Oscar Isaac. And Great guy. Some other big names to throw in there. Um, Carrie Mulligan. John Goodman. Justin Timberlake. John Goodman is a Coen Brothers uh, staple, right? He 
Does he? Does yeah. He Raising Arizona, Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, That's true. Probably three or four others okay. I'm not thinking of. There's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing movie. It has, it's, it's, um, I think it's actually a biopic on um, a, an old folk musician named Dave Van Ronk. Okay. Sounds like something they'd do. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, he doesn't go by that name. It's Lewin Davis is the dude's name. But if you look at a lot of, I, I did some research. I looked at David Van Ronk and found like some album titles or some album covers and things like that. And they copied it like <laughs> dead up, like his album covers and stuff. And they also used a bunch of his songs. So I think, and he was alive during this time period. Um, and this was like when folk music was starting to really grow and get big. Um, Wait, when set, is it set? Set in the 60s. Okay. This was set particularly in 1961. Okay, gotcha. Um, and at the very end of it, actually, um, after Oscar Isaac, who, by the way, is way more talented than any of us ever thought. Yes. He plays all of his own music in this movie. Shut up. He plays the music. Um, he sings everything. Like, he does it all, and he does it well. And this Trust is me, right I before. I know a little bit about guitar and how to play. And he some knows. of the shit that he throws down on that guitar is pretty advanced it's shit. It's not BS. It's not some bullshit. Um, but he, it, it's, it just follows the life of a struggling musician. He's basically homeless. Uh, he shacks up with Carrie Mulligan and, and Justin Timberlake all the time, who are also kind of folk musicians. Now, Justin Timberlake, 1960, or Justin Timberlake played in the movie? Justin Timberlake is the, is the actor. Oh, okay. So it's not about... Justin Timberlake, because he's a vampire. You've seen the pictures. Yeah, I he's know. been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, this could have been. I'm pretty sure he probably plays some other musician in some way. Yeah. Uh, probably somebody famous. And this is kind of before Oscar Isaac really. I mean, he popped what say 2014. So this is right before Ex Machina, right? Yeah. And then Star Wars. He was Ex Machina was 2015, I believe. Was it? Okay, so yeah, a couple of years before his, yeah. you know, explosion and to start, and now he's got to do studio films, yeah. and now and I am a huge Carrie Mulligan fan. Fucking love her. Uh, it's just it's a it's a great Coen Brothers movie. Um, the the humor, not as much humor as most of their movies. It's a little bit darker, but it's still classic Coen Brothers. Is it funnier than, say, a... a lot of eccentric characters. Hail Caesar? Is it funnier? Yeah. No. No, Hail Caesar's definitely funnier. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's going to turn a lot of people off, because a lot of people didn't think Hail Caesar was funny at all. Yeah, it's a pretty funny movie. It's, that's a classic Coen Brothers movie. To some movie. people. To some people. Yeah. Not course. to all. Of course. Um, <laughs> so it's got less humor than that. Yeah, I think, honestly, the first time I really saw Oscar Isaac... Um, and, and actually, like, noticed him was in Drive. Okay. Um, but he also, looking back, was in Body of Lies with Leo. Oh, wow. That's going back, Which man. he played a, not a huge role, but a pretty kind of pivotal role in that movie. Um, he was kind of Leo's sidekick in that movie. For he was working, you know? Yeah. He's working. Uh, yeah. But uh, the movie is... It's very good. The soundtrack is amazing. I downloaded the soundtrack. It's that good. It sounds interesting. Go ahead. Um, I gotta tell you, classic 
character, just very kind of eccentric characters. Uh, you get a little glimpse of old uh, Bob Dylan at the end. Okay, just if that's your flavor, kind of comes in there at the end. Yeah, just right there at the yeah. end. Uh, does uh, John Goodman play him? Does John Goodman do what now? Play Bob Dylan? No. <laughs> hmm. I think they missed the opportunity. Yeah, there. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a real real missed opportunity. There. When did you watch it? Uh, like two days ago. Now, how large was John Goodman? Pretty big. So, I mean, we thought he just blew up recently. W- was he, say, as large as in... He's about the same size. As uh, was Cloverfield? It? Cloverfield, yeah. yeah so, about the same size. So it was probably about 2013. Because in 2010, he was, he was smaller than me. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a little guy. He lost all his weight. Mm-hmm. It just happens, man. Yep. It sucks. Brought it back. Colin I think maybe maybe people just didn't want to like cast him anymore. He was like, I gotta gain it back, man. Yeah. He's like, I lost everything. You know, this is this that was my lifeblood. Colin John Goodman, he's funny. He walks in, he's all deflated. John Goodman, like, where's he at? Where's John? Are you his brother? Are you his agent? <laughs> Leave. Leave, <laughs> sir. Never come back. Poor guy. It's but tough. Yeah. Being yeah. on top. There's only uh, one place to go. It's down, Gordon. That's true. But very good movie. If you like Coen Brothers, you'll love this movie. If you like Oscar Isaac, you'll love this movie. Yeah, it sounds like he really got a good part here. Lots of great reasons to check out Inside Lewin Davis. If you love folk music, if you love music in general, check it out. Place. I'm check a huge folk music fan. I've started to get into that a lot recently, and this, this movie definitely struck a chord with me. So uh, Using some Neil Young. Some, if you like uh, cats as well. <laughs> That's lots all of, it takes. Lots of cats in this movie. You're yeah. going to a wide, uh, yeah. what, what's the word, demographic there, yeah. Gordon? Cat Who lovers, doesn't like cats? Cat lovers. Of all on, ages. Come on, come on. Bring your kids. Bring your kids, bring your kitties. Check and then out we'll be watching Davis. Bob Dylan right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, check it out. That's all I have for my movies. Yeah. Um, well, so, uh, our special I, announcement. Yeah, we're wrapping up the show, but before we do, as you said, Gordon, special announcements. Um, we're going to be doing a study here, folks, on a classic in the making. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's a sequel, and you know, you're saying, oh, a sequel, how can a sequel be a classic? Well, I think they pulled it off here. <laughs> uh, the and new- what was the, the clue to you? Was it the straight to Netflix release? That's it. That really yeah, because no studio would do it. They was like, we can't put this movie out. This it'll blow they'll, people's they'll mind. Be writing. But then you got them crazy guys over at Netflix. They'll put anything out there, man. Have you seen some of the stuff true. on there? Yeah. They don't give a shit. But yeah, me and Gordon are going to be doing a commentary track, and whoever else we may be able to get in here on this film, play by play, to dissect it. In every way, mm-hmm. that film, folks, is Kindergarten Cop 2, starring Dolph Lundgren. Sorry, I was trying to amp it up a little bit. <laughs> you did. You did. Cool, it worked. Cool, cool, it worked. Cool. It worked. Everybody's excited. You, you you can't hear it, but the screams, man. Yeah, people are losing their shit right now. Dolph, motherfucking Lundgren. Yeah. Okay? And we're hoping maybe to do some kind of, you know, be able to watch it. You'll be able to watch it. It'll be a fun time. It'll be like a party between us and all you fine yeah. folks listening. And the original all... was Arnold, right? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen the original. I I'm have... just going to start at number two like everybody should. Yeah. Right? You don't need to see the first one. See this? I mean, 
I would. You should, <laughs> but you don't have to. For classic Arnold. Yeah, just to see classic Arnold. I really like the first one, so I'll be I'll be able to tell you a little bit about that one. All right. And you know, I don't know if it's on any stream or anything. I don't think they got the package deal. He's like, oh, you want the first one too? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, you're you're really stressing it, Netflix. We'll give you the first one for free if you uh, if you watch the second one. We'll send you a copy of the first one. <laughs> yes. Everybody's like, that's all right. No, we'll that's just watch fine. the second one. All right, we're good. <laughs> no, but yeah, just it. Really, it's just about the the insanity that is Hollywood today, yeah. and like we're gonna start doing some some shitty movies. Yeah. Or at least what we think may be shitty movies or. Some interesting movies that you probably normally yeah. wouldn't watch. And hopefully, I, I want to try to keep it with a recognizable IP, Tremors 5. Yeah. Something that we can also talk about, Kick say... Kick-Ass 2. Yeah, because everybody likes the first one. Everybody knows the first ones, and you know you revisit them, you see why would the director do this or that. Who'd they get to star? What's the production value? What's the budget? Yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to stick to sequels, right? Just- we're going to try. We're going to yeah. try. But if we get a juicy one that we see, you know, like when me and Bernard did the Stitches review, it was amazing. Of course. Because that was an amazing movie, and I'll stand by that today. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful world here at Screen Kings, and we're happy that all you guys are out there with us on this journey to uh, true film fandom. Mm-hmm. And things, you know, of different varieties. Yeah. Video games. Yeah. Movies, TV shows. Pop culture in general. Just nerd stuff. Yeah. It's a it's a beautiful world we live in today, Gordon. You know, we can go out and we can capture Pokemon if we, we wish. We can capture fucking Pokemon. I mean, like, is, I mean, that's the world. You can name them. You can give them nicknames. I mean, what, what did you name your, uh, I, I believe it was your second Pokemon? It was a Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur? What was his name? Was it Matt Damon? Matt Damon, yeah, That's it was Matt it. Damon. Yeah. I had Matt Damon in there. I think I had Vin Diesel up in there. Uh, I'm trying to get the cast of Scrubs up in there. I got Turkleton so far as Skirtle. And then uh, <laughs> then we got uh, got some other ones. Yeah. It's fun. You get to name your own Pokemon. Yeah, right? I mean, you tell 10-year-old Gordon this, you're like, dude, your life sucks compared to mine. <laughs> you don't understand. Look at those stupid cards you have Look there. That's a nice binder fag. Oh, oh, why don't you go put that tape in the VCR and watch it, stupid. <laughs> I got Netflix, man. <laughs> Forget you. you know? But yeah, yeah, wonderful where we live in. We're, we're happy that everybody's on this journey with us. And hopefully we continue to bring great content for great people here at Screen Kings. At the Screen Kings pod. Well, uh, if that's all, uh, Gordon, you want to you wanna head us out. Yeah, I'll sign us off. All right. It's been real. Thanks for joining us here on the Screen Kings pod. Check us out at t- t- um, Twitter. Do we have a Twitter account? We do. We do. I think it's... it's Who the fuck's running that? Are you running that? It's supposed to be Josiah. But <laughs> my God, he's useless. My God. Trying to promote his own... Sh- can't even do what I pay him for. And I pay him a good sum. Well, yeah, it, it, it's fair. You pay him in what? Compliments in content. In con- okay, something for him to listen to. Well, what's he got to do all day? Well, we haven't really to talked me. about Star Wars. We That's mentioned true. Oscar Isaac, He's... so he might listen to this one. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac. We, also, we mentioned, mentioned Adam Driver as well. Yes, that would. Yes, for right. just a moment. But he's in here. You're welcome, Josiah. You're welcome. Now get on it and and get on Twitter. It was, Twitter um, at, at Screen Kings Pod. I think so. Okay. 
And uh, then uh, Facebook. Yes. Green Kings podcast there. Yeah. Check well, us out on there. Drop a like. Yeah. Drop a like. Drop a like. Why not? Why not? Come on. You're just on there fucking mindlessly scrolling through shit anyways. You yeah. might as well throw, scroll through our shit. Yeah, cat videos. You can't even give the screen <laughs> kings a like. What's the matter with you You know people? what? If you guys want that, we'll put some cat videos up. Fuck it. Deal. Cat videos are coming to Screen Kings pod. When either of us own a cat, which I don't think any of us do. Bernard uh, owns a cat. I have two cats. Shut up. Over at the house, yep. It's a deal then. We'll, we'll start uploading cat Dress content up. for we'll, all you all you out there. A little R2-D2 costume for one and C3PO for the other. Mm-hmm. Still. Yep. And then uh, check us out on iTunes. Screen yes. Kings podcast. Yes. Uh, you know, download download the, the shit. Listen to the shit. Love the shit. Give us a review. Yeah. If we're terrible, yeah. say we're terrible. Yeah. I ain't like these other... I want to know. These other uh, sycophants out there. What we can do to make this yeah. show... Great. And if we're garbage and we should all kill ourselves, put that in the review. Let us know. Let us know so we can work on that. I've been depressed anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right? I was already, uh, you know, I have one foot on the stool as it is, you know, <laughs> just, if I need to do it, that, that's life, yeah. right? Yeah. Not in this case, but yeah. But other than that, hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next time. See you next I've week. I've been uh, Detective James Gordon. Tommy Luttrell. And we'll see you next week. See you.